time for the Overlook Stocks of the Day. George Tillis is the movers that you missed in today's session. George joins us from Salt Lake with our team out there, GT. Let's start with Dogness International. What am I looking at here, George? Dog Z, Chinese company? Yeah, it's a Chinese ADR. It's traded on the NASDAQ OJ, but this is a, a pet products company. Uh, they actually sell all the other pet products that uh, Chewy sells, like, you know, pet care products and so forth. But particularly, they focus on some pet technologies, things like uh, Wi-Fi, uh, remote access, uh, cat and dog feeders, leashes that are retractable, and also other uh, sort of uh, technologies. But uh, the, other, the other side of their business includes fashion, so pet-based fashion wear, like, uh, you know, high-end collars and leashes. And, uh, and all of those uh, goodies for your pets. But uh, the stock itself uh, is a small cap company. Its market cap's around 180 million. But the stock, it's up, it's up about 175% over the last uh, year. And uh, it's been just quietly moving to the upside. One of the things I found out about the company is uh, they sell across, I, I would say like every retailer. I mean, everything from Ikea, Target, Walmart, Amazon, Chewy uh, is, is, is also a, a website that, uh, that Dogness sells our products on, hmm. uh, as well as Petco and PetSmart. So this is not something that is competing with uh, companies like Chewy uh, and, of course, uh, companies like uh, Petco. But this is a company that's actually selling through them uh, as a distributor and manufacturer of uh, pet care products. From what I can tell, George, it seems like a lot of their products are designed for people who uh, don't like their pet dogs. Um, there is uh, a smart camera pet treat dispenser. So you don't have to give the treat to your dogs. You just uh, leave a little box in there. Yes. Um, there's a uh, dog, uh, Furbo dog camera vet and dog trainer. So you don't have to train your dog. You can just hook it up to a machine. Um, there's a dog silencer max anti-barking device. So uh, you don't have to listen to your dog's uh, <laughs> you know, barking. So George, uh, uh, there's, oh, there's also a little dogness uh, smart uh, iRobot that rolls around, so thankfully you don't have to play with your dog. What is this company, George? Do anything. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the technologies, OJ. Anything has to do with maximizing your time as a pet owner, and that's what they uh, that's what they're they're known for. And if you go to their website, it's pretty interesting. And you yeah, it is. You the, uh, I, I su suggest uh, you know interesting technologies. But they're not cheap. I mean, if you look at one of their auto feeders, uh, they're about $170 Seriously? on Chewy's website. I actually looked it up before. Yeah, and that's on sale. So uh, they're not cheap. So you know, overall, you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes these fads and trends take off OJ. I think uh, this is another one of these trends. I don't necessarily see a lot of competition uh, in this space, but I do see a brand. And that's important, especially when you're a manufacturer of a particular kind of product and distribution partners are also very important. So this is not necessarily a company that's, you know, sort of a, you know, one-time wonder where it's just coming and going. I think overall, if you look at the uh, the horizontal distribution they have with all these retailers, like I said, some of the, the biggest retailers out there, Kohl's, Walmart, uh, Amazon, Ikea as well. This is a global company with global reach and distribution. And I think, you know, look, uh, at the end of the day, uh, pet uh, owners, uh, OJ, I know you have a cat, uh, Donald, that's right. At the end of the day, we've humanized our pets, and, and we'll spend tons of money on them. There's no doubt. That, that is true, definitely. Uh, it just seems like a lot of the products are designed to not, you know, when you're not around. I guess people going back to work, maybe uh, they got to get the automatic feeder for their dog. Why don't you just leave food in the bowl? $170 to have some spit out a treat? Just, you know, leave them around. Uh, okay.
uh, dogs, great stock. So clearly I have no idea what I'm talking about and they are integral to any good pet owner's uh, routine. Dog Z, wonderful move here, wonderful trend. Um, okay, George, let's keep going here. You got a couple of energy companies. Uh, EQT, I've heard this uh, several times from a few of our guests as one of their long oil picks. Uh, it's a shale company, right? Yeah, it is. You know, interesting company, OJ. I would say this is a uh, an oil and gas. It's a supplier of oil and gas, uh, primarily domestic in the uh, in the Marcellus Shale area in the Appalachian region or eastern part of the United States. But I would say that this is an interesting total return on on investment kind of play, and I'll explain that in a sec. But it's a, essentially a company that uh, that operates uh, and sells uh, natural gas uh, NGLs, natural gas liquids, as well as crude oil to utilities and industrial uh, end customers in the United States. But you know, you're looking at the stock itself uh, on uh, over the last year. You know, it's underperformed some of its competitors like Range Resources and Terrell Resources. Uh, but today they announced really some some very shareholder friendly uh, initiatives. One, they announced the share buyback equivalent to about a billion dollars, and that's pretty significant for a company whose market cap is only eight billion. Uh, the second thing is, is they wow, it's a lot of shares. Statement of their dividend, which was fifty, yeah, and fifty cents a share of dividend. That's also very, very nice for uh, for uh, shareholders. The other thing is they gave guidance for free cash flow, and their guidance for free, free cash flow in 2022 is about 1.9 billion, and they're actually guiding between 2023 and 2026. This is uh, you know sort of unheard of in terms of free cash flow, about a billion six per year. Now, just do the math relative to sales. Uh, you know, a billion nine in free cash flow for 2022 relative to $8 billion in sales, and that's on a trailing basis, that's pretty significant. So, you know, what's going on? I, I think this is a company that actually uh, was uh, involved in hedging, and the hedging that they were involved mm. in was very accretive. So, wow, okay. they're actually generating a lot of free cash flow from uh, so from basically uh, distributing or selling off their hedge portfolio. And so what's happened here is, is that they haven't participated, EQT hasn't, uh, like a lot of the unhedged competitors, which are sort of the Wild West competitors like Range Resources. Now, being unhedged means that when prices go higher, you get to capitalize on all that move. But uh, again, that can create a situation where you have a lot of downside risk in case things go ar awry. Well, EQT was actually very conservative and actually made money on their hedges. Now, from an operational standpoint, they don't necessarily have operational free cash flow, but it looks like to me, uh, without going into too much depth, that they actually have a hedge book portfolio that they've actually forward sold in the marketplace and have good guidance in terms of that free cash flow. And I think with that guidance and confidence, they have uh, essentially uh, done what shareholders want, which is uh, demonstrate free cash flow buybacks, dividends, and, and of course, uh, being very uh, very capital uh, mm. friendly in terms of divestitures or, or patronage to their shareholders. Which is a stark difference from how a lot of these companies operated just a couple of years ago exactly. in this particular industry. Investors were uh, really avoiding a lot of the shale players due to what they thought were shaky finances. So obviously crude oil, $75, uh, 70 bucks, you know, definitely helps uh, for sure. But it sounds like there's also a lot of uh, company-specific uh, financial engineering, if you want to call it that, financial decision-making, however you want to describe it, that's certainly helping investors who are looking for cash flow-heavy and buyback shareholder-friendly businesses. George, thanks. Interesting picks for us today.